Welcome, everyone, to the First Presbyterian Church podcast. We are First Presbyterian in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, and we are glad that you are here listening with us, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, We hope that your day will be blessed, and may the peace of Christ be with you. The star was so bright that none of them could tell whether it was burning in the sky or in their own imaginations. But they were wise enough to know it did not matter all that much. The point was, something beyond them was calling them, and it was a tug they had been waiting for all their lives. Each in his own country had tried books, tried magic, tried astrology. One had lived on nothing but dried herbs boiled in water. Another had spent his entire fortune learning how to read and write in an ancient language. The third had learned to walk on hot coals, though it did nothing for him beyond the great sense of relief he felt at the end. Despite their best efforts, all three of them still felt that something was missing. In her children's book, Home by Another Way, preacher Barbara Brown Taylor describes what maybe, maybe inspired these wise ones on their journey. That sense that something was missing from their lives and they didn't know what and they didn't know how to fill that hole. We hear that they tried herbs, they tried hot coals, they tried magic, other languages. But still, still something was missing. We too, maybe if we're still enough or quiet enough, come up against the hole in our lives, we wonder at times, is there something more than this? We come up against that hole where we know something, something maybe is missing. In our lives, there are so many paths and so many options that vie for our attention and our allegiance. Things like power, money, accomplishment, safety. These all advertise to us as ways to fill that hole in our lives. There are so many big kings in this world that claim to be almighty. Maybe most of us aren't out to be king. And so the lure of power doesn't seem like it's something that calls to us. But there are little things that call out to us in our own lives to be king, to fill our hearts. Our full calendars make it easy to turn away from caring for others. Our daily lives make it easy to be apathetic about the needs of the world when there are so many. We all sometimes have to a need to control things, maybe some of us more than others. I know one of my mentors recently was getting on to me about my own perfectionism. 
She says, our faith is about following a broken God, and you can't be perfect. Brokenness is the way that God works. That need for control is often an idol in my own life. What keeps its grip on you? What keeps you chasing and running and striving? What is it that you try to fill that hole in your heart with? There is another way, and it's often hidden in plain sight. The Magi show us in stark contrast these two different ways, two different paths to fulfillment. This story has these men from the East, astrologers. They show up looking for the baby, looking for the king, and they wind up talking to another king, King Herod, known for being brutal and paranoid, and we can hear how he felt threatened. And he should be, because there is this other king who's going to turn everything around. It's a story of the two kings, of Herod, the rightful king by all worldly accounts. But then there's the king of another world, the poor baby Jesus, born in a nowhere town to nobody parents. And the wise men are on a path to him, to this other king, and they have a choice. Do they go back to Herod like he asked them to? That would be probably the smart thing to do, the easy thing to do, the thing that would make sense. Or do they follow God's path for them to Bethlehem and back by another way that they had not come from before changed? It's a choice between the power of this world and humility, between the things that tempt us but don't really bring us true joy, and the quiet little way of Jesus, the way of love, of humility, of powerlessness. Those are not the values advertised to us on TV, but they are the way to joy, right? Joy being the thing that is sturdier than happiness, more durable, more lasting. The wise men were astounded with joy when they saw the star stopped over the place where Jesus was. God offers us that real joy just like the wise men. And there is a path that leads us home, but that path is often hidden in all those other things that tempt us and distract us in our daily lives. The path, as we see in the story, is a path found in small, rough, hidden away places. It's probably not where we think it is. It's counterintuitive, countercultural. It looks like maybe a friend I know who declined a promotion at work so she could spend more time with her family and caring for herself. It looks like maybe the actor who decided to become a nonprofit actor. I want to know more about what that looks like. 
Or it looks like a young woman in just up the road in Radcliffe who decided to stay in her hometown and to make a difference through community service. She started the Radcliffe Literacy Project and has built little free libraries all over Radcliffe and done other projects to get books in the hands of children because it changes their educational outcomes. It looks like us, this congregation, too, building relationships with people we don't know through Room in the Inn, through our Cookie Elf program, through our partnership with Guatemala, through all the ways that we're engaged in building relationships. Sometimes it can feel awkward to reach out, to start a conversation, but we do it anyway because that's the counterintuitive way of Jesus. So there are these ways to follow the star, to follow the path to Christ, how do we know if we're headed in the right direction? How do we know if we're on the path to Jesus and not the path to Herod? Day by day, we have the choice, and we'll never get it perfect, of course. But maybe the way to know is that God will show up in those ordinary small ways. We hear this story and think, oh, that bright star must have been something amazing. Surely everyone would see it and know that something was happening. Well, these men were astrologers. The whole thing about them being kings was added later on in tradition, but that's a whole other story. Um, and so they were most likely astrologers. They studied the stars, among other things. That's what they did. They looked at stars. God works in the places where we already are paying attention to the things we're already paying attention to. God works in the ordinary. Another way to know if we're headed in the right direction is, well, what is the fruit of the path that we're on? The path for Herod led to violence. He was so threatened that we hear later in Matthew how he slaughtered or had slaughtered all the children of Bethlehem under two. That is not, of course, a fruit of the path of Jesus. Finally, we will know if we're headed in the right direction by doing it together in community. That's why we are here as church, to connect with one another, to talk about our lives, to help us discern. And so hopefully in this year, 2022, we'll be working together on that too, on connecting, on journeying together towards Christ. Friends, each day we have a choice. The glittery things of this world, the big distractions or the little ones, or the road to joy where we find the light of God's love. And even in times like these, we can follow that light. That light is still shining and always will be. We are called to turn towards Jesus, to choose that road, the road that may not be easy or make any sense to anyone else. 
and we're called to turn away from the road to Herod. Let us follow the star, follow the path of quiet humility. Amen.